This is the Software and Technology Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. The more diversity of thought of the people working at tech companies, the better. The blockchain idea was around 91, the same idea of in the digital world, we need verifiable documents. Hey everyone, and welcome to the podcast today. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Connecting local businesses with consumers is more important than ever. As our lives are increasingly more and more online, ensuring that businesses have the tools to get their messaging out to the public is crucial. So joining me today to talk about digital marketing and the important place it holds is Laura Cole. She is the Vice President of Marketing for Vivial. Laura, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Love to be here. Excellent. Well, I'm excited to have this conversation with you today because this is such an important topic and it's maybe even more so just given our current climate. But I, I want to start off with a broad overarching question, maybe just to get everybody on the same page. Uh, just let's start off by talking, what is digital marketing? Yeah, it's a great question. It sounds like such a simple thing. Uh, digital marketing is really any aspect of marketing that occurs online. That can be on a mobile device, that can be on a desktop um, but really, you know, the, the evolution of digital marketing has changed so significantly, particularly in the last several years of more and more searches on Google and things of that nature happening on a mobile device. It's really anything that happens online and ensuring that uh, your business can be found in the way that consumers search most. Right. So going from there, people might think, uh, you know, I have a particular business. Who's going to be searching for me? Who's going to be looking for me and that sort of thing? So why do business owners need digital marketing these days? Yeah, I think that, you know, the reality is, and, and sometimes I think this number is underreported. There's estimates that consumers spend 13 hours every week accessing social media and accessing the internet. You know, oh, you I think blow about that out of the way, water. Yeah, I think it's way more than that. And yeah. it makes me definitely think about my own usage for sure. But I think it's way more than that. And the reality is, is that because particularly now with the evolution of mobile and the fact that everybody has the internet at their fingertips, consumers are online, right? Now more than ever, even when a consumer is potentially in your retail shop or in the place that they're doing business, they can have access to hundreds of other businesses that provide the same products and services. So they can comparison shop, they can do all of these things right at their fingertips. And so really the reason why you need to be online is you are missing out. If you are not capturing this audience that is spending a vast part of their day mm -hmm. and a whole heck of a lot amount of time online, you're missing having your business out there at the forefront where consumers are searching most. And you're the expert on this, and so I'll defer to your expertise, but I believe I've read studies and seen statistics around the fact that even if consumers are planning to go into the store to make a purchase, they still research all of that sort of thing online first, right? And so having that online presence oh, is sure. crucial. For sure. We talk a lot about the buying funnel. And many times, you know, this is hard on a podcast, so I'll try to use uh, more descriptive terms. Many times when you think about how consumers shop, you think of like this linear line, this straight line of, okay, I'm going to start doing research and then I'm going to narrow down the companies that I want to work with. And then I'm going to maybe, you know, get down to two or three and then I'll make a purchase. Well, the reality is the buying funnel is like a zigzagged, U-turned all over the place line. And the reason for that is because 
because consumers can, they can pick up a device at any time, they can investigate, they can narrow down, they can then go in-person shop, they can get online right at the fingertips. You know, they, there's just so many more opportunities for them to investigate and understand the types of businesses that, that, that they're working with. So you have to think about the buying journey in that way and think about like, okay, how do I make sure that I'm well represented, whether they're shopping, whether they're ready to make the decision, you want your business to be found. Absolutely. So, you know, we've talked about why business owners need digital marketing, why it's so important, what it is in the first place. So what are some of the components of digital marketing when we think about uh, what all, you know, makes up the idea of digital marketing? What are all the components that, that make this thing up? Certainly. So we typically um, think about breaking it into three sections, online marketing, social media marketing and mobile marketing. And there certainly is a little bit of overlap in all three of those, but if I were to think of kind of three big buckets, those would certainly be the biggest. So online is really just making sure that whatever it is online, whether it's Google, whether it's Bing, whether it's an Alexa voice search, whether it's your GMB or Google My Business profile, making sure that your company is well represented in all online facets. And let me just say that can be really daunting, right? When you think about how vast the online world is and, yeah. and one of the number one questions that we get from people is, well, which one? What, how do I know which one? And, and I often, I wish the answer was that simple. You really have to think broadly. And the great news is, is that there's many companies, Vivial is one of those that has technology in place that allows you to automate some of that, you know, grabbing of the presence and online information and ensuring that you're consistent throughout because to think through, and I can't imagine as a local business owner to think like, okay, I need to manage all this and manage my business. It can be really daunting. So, so first and foremost, making sure that everywhere online, your business is well represented. The second big bucket is social media. Social media, and I'm sure we can all attest, regardless of the channel that you use, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn from a B2B aspect certainly is invaluable. Mm -hmm. Making sure that you are found on all of these channels that people and consumers are really actively engaged on. I mean, I can, I'm sure everybody in the audience can think of examples where they've been online, whether it be Facebook or Instagram, and they run across a promotion from a business, right? You're, we, you know, you often talk about the scroll on a phone and, and you can envision yourself kind of scrolling through social media. Mm -hmm putting your business in that realm where people are spending a lot of time every day is a really, really valuable part for your business. And then the third bucket, third big bucket, as I mentioned, is mobile. And mobile is, a, is an area of tremendous growth, particularly in the last several years. U.S. adults spend an average of like three hours a day on their mobile device. Now, that one sounds a little bit more realistic than mm -hmm. the, the previous uh, <laughs> thing we talked through. But, you know, People are people are using their phones like never before, whether it's text message marketing or whether it's any of the other types of marketing that I mentioned that can be done on the mobile phone. So really, the first you know, the first thing that we recommend for a business is to think through those three aspects, online, social and mobile. Think about how the consumers that shop with you, how they shop. And think about how you want your business to be represented in a way that covers all of the main facets. 
So I think for, for some people, they'll think about social media and think, um, okay, if I want to make the most of, of that social media uh, push that I'm going to make, how do I determine which platform works best for me? Um, you know, how do I maximize my, my use of social media? Because that can be maybe a daunting task for people just to think through, okay, I'm not the most social media savvy person. How do I choose the right one and make sure that I'm utilizing my efforts yeah. effectively, if that makes sense? No, it makes perfect sense. And it's a question that we get asked a lot. And the reality is, is it depends on the type of business you are. So LinkedIn is always kind of a go-to example for us because probably because that's one, that one is one of the easier ones to understand, right? LinkedIn definitely serves a business to business perspective. So, you know, maybe you're a, you're a financial planner who works with businesses on their financial needs. LinkedIn would be a fantastic place to target business owners and to target the types of clients that you believe would be interested in your services. That one's a very easy to understand. Facebook is basically kind of undeniable, and that's it is because of the giant that they are. The reality is, is there's billions of users of Facebook mm -hmm. every single day, and if you don't have your business well represented on there, you're certainly missing out. I think, I think you brought up probably one of the biggest challenges that we see that our customers face, and that is, I know I should be doing all of this, and I know that it is the right thing to do, but one, I don't have the time to do it, nor do I know how to do it. And I think that that's where you know, we've seen a great benefit in partnering with the businesses that we work with to ensure that you know, we recommend strategies that are based on their business, because a B2B is very different from a contractor, from professional services, from medical services, and depending on the type of vertical you are, and depending on the type of consumer that you're trying to target, the strategy should definitely change and evolve. So I think that it's important that my number one recommendation to business owners out there would to be, you know, find a marketing agency or a partner that you feel you can trust, that you feel is working in your best interest, and that will work alongside of you to meet your business goals. Absolutely. I think that's really, really wise advice. And, you know, just given the current context in which we live, you know, as we record this, we're still uh, in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. And so for a lot of people, their only touch point with businesses these days is not being able to be in a physical location. It is online. So have you seen the, yeah. the idea that, that digital marketing, the importance of it has only been enhanced during this particular time? 100% absolutely. I mean, I think that, listen, nothing could have prepared any of us for this global pandemic that we're in right now. And, and certainly within the first few weeks, right, everybody was kind of getting in the mode of, okay, I got to start working from home and doing all of this. But I would say it has been quite tremendous, the shift that we've seen. There's no question that digital marketing was prevalent prior to this, right? That's kind of a no brainer. But right the stats, I mean, we, we work with hundreds of thousands of businesses. And so we have access to lots and lots and lots of data, which data is typically right, the telling thing of what's happening. And across the board, we are seeing for, our, for the clients programs that we manage, and this is everything. This is whether it be Google, whether it be Facebook ads, whether it be content that we're writing, engagement rates are through the roof, meaning that you've got an audience that's very engaged with the types of content that we're providing for our clients' businesses. You've got conversion rates that are very high. You definitely have some people that have pulled out of the mix. Like there's no question that many businesses have been significantly impacted by this and therefore have had to pull back marketing budget. 
But it's amazing for those that have been able to stay and weather this storm and continue to invest in marketing, they are seeing tremendous results, results like we've really never seen for them before with, you know, lower, lower costs per conversions, higher conversion rates. Um, it, it's been exciting. And I think it just speaks to you've got a lot of people that aren't out and about, they aren't doing things. And so, you know, like it or not, they are on their devices. They're on their mobile device. They're on their computer. We've certainly seen, particularly in the beginning, we saw a huge surge in service-based businesses, right? Thinking roofers, landscapers, home improvement. Sure. Um, I know many contractors personally that have talked about the fact that they're booked out months now because we were joking. I mean, I think the reality is so many homeowners are spending more time in their home than they ever have before. And so now they're seeing, oh, I need that fixed. Oh, I would like that improved. Oh, I want this there. So um, there's no question. I, I certain, We certainly have seen in the data that COVID-19 is leading to dramatically increased results in, in digital marketing. Yeah, I think my uh, my honey do list has never been longer. You know, just to, <laughs> as, for sure, as, as for we sure. sit around and just kind of look, it, it's it's exactly <laughs> like you said. You know, every night you fire up Netflix and you're you know scrolling through your phone, and yeah, you you look around your home and look in the backyard and you think, yeah, there's stuff to be done here. So no, you're you're absolutely right yes. about that. You know, and, and you mentioned yes. uh, an important aspect and, and something we haven't talked about yet, and that's that's data. How important is that data that you're able to glean information from when it comes to uh, digital marketing? efforts and how important is that uh, that aspect of things as well just to be able to analyze what you're doing and its effectiveness that's a great question I mean I am a firm believer at the heart of digital marketing and and quite frankly one of the best things about digital marketing is the transparency that you can see in the results right so back you know back in the day when you would maybe run a campaign on TV or put up a billboard or something like that you don't always know the return that you're getting and so as a business owner it can be hard to make meaningful decisions based on results well, the great thing about digital marketing, and I would, again, one a big tip that I always give to business owners that I'm talking to is when looking for an agency, when looking for a partner, find one that is completely 100% transparent in the results that they provide. Digital marketing is an avenue that you have basically real-time access to people that are visiting your website. What are people doing when they come to your website? How are ads performing? What are click-through rates? Who's calling you? Mm. I mean, it is now more, you know, more easy than it's ever been for us to kind of draw the line from the first time a consumer sees your business until the point of purchase. And as a business owner, you really should understand all of those points so that you understand where to invest further and, and how to really optimize. We talk a lot about, you know, testing optimization and then and then execution really right so there the, also you know what the testing is about is you can test two campaigns against each other you know number or a and b and make slight tweaks to the campaign and see which one performs and then which one performs that's where you put your money so i think i actually think one of the best things about digital marketing is the transparency of the results that it provides and and the transparency that of the decision making process for the business owner Right. You know, that that's that's a really great way of putting it, just because um, when it comes to things like billboards, like you mentioned, it's almost impossible to draw meaningful conclusions and to make a linear connection between right. uh, results and, you know, the, the ROI that that billboard is, is providing for your business. Whereas right. with digital marketing, you're able to see those in, in a much more tangible fashion. 
for sure. For sure. I think that, you know, uh, as a marketer and I've been a marketer for many years, right? The, your goal is to always be able to draw correlation to ROI, to that return on investment. And so I, I just believe now more than ever with digital marketing, with the investments that you can make in online, in social media and in mobile marketing, you have more transparency now than you ever have. And so it's easier for your business to understand where you should invest dollars and where you should pull back because, right, not all things work. Sometimes you run a campaign and it doesn't work. So it's about having the knowledge to know, you know, how to effectively make changes you need to. Mm. Absolutely. So, you know, one of the things we've mentioned a, a couple of times throughout this conversation is the idea of, of budget, right? And we don't want to sit here and say, you know, to everybody, you need to do this, you need to do this and not, not you know, present that side of things, un, you know, understanding that there there is a cost associated, right? So, you know, how much yeah. does a business owner need to spend on digital marketing to really make an impact? And what does that look like? How do you kind of walk through that thought process? Yeah, I'm always hopeful when I get asked a question like this that I'm able to give, I want to give like a really direct answer, like a number. I would love to be able to do that. But <laughs> right. the reality is, is I'd be doing a disservice to all the business owners that are listening if I did that, because every business is different. Every business has different needs and frankly, different goals, right? And so digital marketing, kind of the answer that I always give to this is that it doesn't have to be expensive. You, you don't have to spend tens of thousands of dollars or frankly, even thousands of dollars a month if you don't have that budget. Uh, at Vivio, we work with customers with budgets in the several hundred dollars a month, all the way up to the tens of thousands of dollars a month. And I think that the the answer that I always give is that Think about the goals that you're trying to accomplish and, and where you want to see your business in the next, you know, two months, two years, and work with the partner that you've, that you've determined that you should work with to develop what that budget should look like. No agency should ever want to, you know, shy away from goals or from understanding what a business, where they are now versus where they want to be. So I think about, you know, just really sitting down and understanding the goals that you want to achieve and working with your marketing partner to develop a plan to get there. And again, if you think about what we just talked about, transparency, testing, data results, this isn't something that you like set and forget, right? That you set a budget and then, well, I hope in 12 months I'm where I'm at. The great thing with digital marketing is that it can change, right? Typically with most of the customers we work with, we're working with them on a monthly basis to say, okay, here's what worked, here's what didn't, how mm -hmm. do we kind of pivot, how do we change and where do we go from here? Right, right. Absolutely. So, you know, we, we talked a little bit about this when we talked about data, just the, the idea that uh, with digital marketing, you're able to to get results and, and kind of measure those and, and do a good job of analyzing your ROI and, and what is occurring with your digital marketing efforts. But what kinds of results can business owners expect to see from employing digital marketing? And what's the time frame that you look at typically when uh, when you're talking to business owners when it comes to digital marketing? Great question. It can vary, of course, obviously, depending on the type of marketing that you're doing. You know, you think about some of the companies that we work with are very heavy in brand advertising, getting their name and message out there more. Some are very specifically lead generation focused. And so certainly, you know, the as I think about like a lead generation campaign, which would typically be paid promotion, those results start coming in pretty darn quick, right? Those are, I, I hate to say overnight, but those results start to happen near immediately because that's the way those campaigns are designed. Other programs like a very strategic search engine optimization plan or a plan to get your company website to rank higher on Google, 
those can be longer term things. You know, those can be, all right, we may not see results for three to six months. So those are, those are conversations that we typically have with business owners. And as a business owner, I would urge you to look for a company that is, that provides, you know, dashboard access, real-time access to those results so that, um, you know, an agency should never shy away from sharing results because like data is, data is where you're going to find out, you know, where you go next. So I would say, you know, it, the length of time varies, but, and depending on the type of the program, it can be several weeks to several months, depending on kind of the, the overall strategy. You know, and I think that that's uh, the way you answered that was perfect because I think that uh, it's important to note for business owners that if there are companies that are promising you the moon on things that take a longer right. time to show a return on investment, um, and, and they're telling you that there's going to be overnight explosion and changes and that sort of thing, being Not aware of happen. that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but like being aware right. of that is an important thing, right? And so you sharing that information with business owners, I think, is a really important thing for them to understand going into those types of conversations as they look for who they can partner with and who they can trust when it comes to their digital marketing efforts. Yes. We've had many customers come to us with that statement, right? I'm with an agency now and they promised me I'd see, you know, this huge title change in two weeks. And, and I think that they're looking for us to go, oh no, they probably couldn't do it, but we can. And the reality is, is that's not our answer. Our answer is, gosh, I'm, I'm really sorry. That's what they shared with you because that is not what this world is. There are some things where you do see very quick wins, but it is really about setting the right expectations to understand that this is a process and an evolving one at that. I think one of the biggest mistakes that people can make is, I kind of mentioned before, set it and forget it. Mm. The reality is the world of digital marketing changes, I think, by the nanosecond, right? <laughs> there are constantly algorithm updates. And you know, Facebook and Google don't put out a handbook and say, this is how you get on the first page, or this is how you get seen by the biggest audience, right? So you have to be nimble. You have to stay on top of things, which is the reason why many business owners choose to partner with an agency or a marketing company that are more in tune with this because for, it, it can be a really complex world. And our goal is to make it as simple as possible. Right. So, uh, Laura, I'm going to put you on the spot to a certain extent and uh, ask you to look into your crystal ball. You mentioned the ever-changing and ever-evolving world of digital marketing. So as you look maybe just a, a little ways into the future, what trends and what things do you see continuing to develop or how do you see things continuing to evolve? And I know it's a, it's a tough question to answer because things are always yeah. changing so quickly, but what types of things do you foresee coming that you're on the, the front edge of that, uh, that, you know, that, that you may see coming here in the future? That's a great question. Um, and you are putting me on the spot, but I think I can answer it. So I, <laughs> I would say two, and I think both of these, I, I don't know, if, I might be cheating a little bit because I don't know that I would call them completely futuristic. They're, the reality is they're both here. One would be voice and the ability to voice search. I have, an, and some people like laugh at me, but I'm not joking when I say I probably have like, I don't know, like eight Alexa devices in my home. Oh, sure. I've yeah. got three small children and they all the time are asking her questions that I would never think to ask her. I would, I would pick up my laptop and do a Google search, but they're making me see things in the way that they're growing up that I think that there's no way that we can deny the fact that voice search is becoming even more prevalent. And I think as the years pass and as there's, you know, a new generation, right, that are exposed to all of these technology advances, there's no question that even as a local business, you should be thinking about the type of ways 
that people search by voice that might impact your business. And I, I, I probably got enough time for a whole nother podcast on that one. So that's one is voice search. Mm-hmm. And my second would be mobile messaging. So we talked about the power of mobile. And I think as consumers, we can all think of examples where we're getting marketing messages in a text message, right? Bed, Bath & Beyond is like an easy example to use. They're a large retailer and they send coupons out. They've got large you know, text message lists. And many large retailers use it. But I think that the real opportunity will lie in the coming years for local businesses to think about how they can capitalize on that. We've already seen some examples of like auto repair where they're confirming appointments via text or, hey, your car is ready for pickup via text message, right? Or we've seen um, dentist appointment reminders, things like that. But that's another one where I think that local businesses and really any business owner should be thinking about how do I capitalize my consumer on the device that they have most in their hand? And that's, and mobile messaging is a great way to do that. That's a great point. I can think of a couple of different examples of local businesses here in Dallas that I, you know, yeah. frequent or go to that I'm part of a, a mobile messaging, you know, campaign. And I always appreciate, you know, LTOs, things like that, or, you know, yeah. special offers and, and whatnot. And it makes me aware. And I think, oh, I should go by there. I should, you know, go pick this thing up or, you know, get this deal, that sort of thing. It's it's a super effective way just because, I mean, who doesn't always have their phone on them these days? It's just the reality of, of how we live and, and how our lives are. Yeah. And you can't deny, I mean, the, the, I think the, the stat out there and I think it's growing, but I mean, the open rate of a text message is like 99% because I mean, think about looking at your phone in the text message box. It's it's rarely do you have numbers there and 98% of them are read within two minutes. So the immediacy of that device, when you think of it, maybe in comparison to like email, not to say that email is not powerful as well, but there is just no denying the power of, of the text message. Well, that was a fantastic answer about uh, future trends. And that's why she's the expert. And that's why she's on the podcast. Her name is Laura Cole. She's the vice president of marketing for Vivial. Laura, thank you so much for joining us today here on the podcast. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Thank you. And everybody, thank you for tuning into this episode of the podcast. We appreciate you joining us very much. Of course, we'll be back soon with more episodes. But until then, to satisfy your your urge for more podcasts during this time, make sure to go check out the podcast channel and subscribe there on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to make sure you can go back and listen to previous episodes as well as get the latest episodes right there on that mobile device we were just describing. And of course, like I mentioned, we'll be back soon with more episodes. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.